0: Should the right come together to keep Keir Starmer out of number 10? GB News star Richard Tice are responding to that in just a few minutes. But let's now speak to Professor, Professor Eric Kaufman, who was formerly the head of politics at Birkbeck University of London, when he was more or less cancelled by students over his more conservative leaning views. After being ousted from a job he held for 20 years, the prof is now launching a war on woke by founding a faculty of common sense at a rival institution. He hopes it will become a globally recognized center for research into the culture wars, examining woke attitudes to controversial subjects such as trans rights and critical race theory. And the prof joins me now. Professor, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Uh, Would you give us the circumstances by which or under which you left Burbeck?
1: Yes. So I I should say Burbeck didn't oust me. I mean, it, this was a situation where a number of things came together. One was a certain amount of cancel culture. So I'd had a few Twitter mobbings, uh, again, by radical, a small number of radical students, some radical staff. I'd had uh, a certain a certain number of internal investigations prompted by complaints by
0: radicals. So life at work was becoming uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it was just an awkward situation. And, and there'd been a story that it. Someone had left the university, a, a radical person in our university had left. That created a bit of a storm. Mm. People called in. It was a bit awkward. So it just made relationships awkward. The quality of workplace life kind of deteriorated a little bit. But that on its own wouldn't have been enough, really, to to push me out. It wasn't intolerable. It's just that, you know, it's just suboptimal. And, and then an opportunity, you know, I was a, aware uh, of the University of Buckingham wanting to be a free speech university. And and I kind of kicked it around for a number of years. Birkbeck then went into sort of financial difficulties with a redundancy program. I thought, now, it's, if I'm ever going to do this, it's now. And then eventually I kind of Sign, signed with uh, Buckingham. And what I'm doing there is to, it's kind of an off-piste university to say, well, let's do some things that are difficult to do in a regular university. Let us have uh, a, a 15-week course on wokeness online, which is now a, a public online course which I'm launching in January. Um, let's set up a center for heterodox social science. So we're going to look at questions that are neglected or where you're only allowed one point of view, right? So if, if we consider something like a race or gender gap, you know, it could be caused by structural discrimination, but equally that might not be the reason, and we have to be allowed to investigate the other reasons that, in fact, may be the majority of the explanation. That's an example. Um, of where there is only one alarm. So it w-
0: won't make skin colour, for example, the, the, the key metric necessarily, but actually an overview of all of the data and all the information you can gather? Yeah, let's have a clash of
1: ideas and open... That's what's supposed to happen. Viewpoint diversity, the best ideas win out over time through testing measurement. Mm-hmm. All ideas are on the table... And you just go by what the data says. And that's not what's happening in a lot of these hot-button issues.
0: So let's drill into um, some of the specific aspects of woke ideology, because I think overall it's it's cancel culture. It's a a lack of freedom of speech and freedom of expression, which is a huge problem. These are the tools uh, which are, are deployed. But within that, you've got things like critical race theory. Now, this is the diametric opposite of Martin Luther King. Judge me by the content of my character, not the colour of my skin. So, what, are, what is critical race theory, and why is that, as an example, something that needs to be looked at? Looked at because it's being taught as fact in schools and unis, isn't it?
1: Yeah, there is a sort of assumption that whenever there's a race disparity, it might be in grades, the number of people getting A stars, it might be the number of people being admitted. Uh, whenever there is a race disparity, that is evidence of some kind of discrimination, right? And of course, we don't say that about. Gypsy and Irish travellers versus Jews.
0: You know, if there is an achievement gap there, we don't immediately jump to... Or poor poor white kids who have the worst outcomes in terms of going to university.
1: Right. So, so,
0: on so it's some, about skin yeah. color when it, when it suits the narrative and other times when it's not.
1: Right. So we're not going to compare Nigerians and West, West Indians. So we'll only compare on certain categories, on certain dimensions that are politically salient. And the one that is politically salient, salient of course, is, is race, the, a black-white gap, for example. Um, now, the critical race theorists would always argue whenever there's a gap, that's evidence of some kind of matrix of structural discrimination. We can't quite touch it. We can't quite measure it. When you can't measure something... And touch it, that's called an ideology. It's called unfalsifiable. It's not scientific. So, mm. one of the big arguments is that this is really not a serious, it's pseudoscience.
0: Uh, but, and yet it's sort of insinuated itself as the kind of ideology. And you're a bad person if you don't adopt it. So, if you, you, question, you question it, yeah. University yeah. of Buckingham is, and of course, I'm sure there are elements of, of, of wisdom within it. No, let's no, test no, 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 no. it out. Question. Let's let's measure Expose it. Expose yeah. it. So, look, Please. the University of Buckingham, and uh, how many undergraduates are there at well, that university? Yeah,
1: it's not a large university. It's only got about three thousand, just over three thousand undergraduates. Mm. It's one of the few private universities in in the UK, um, but it has, you know, it scored top in the National Student Survey this year for freedom of expression.
0: That's an indication that it is a freer place at the student level. And I think you're doing an important job for society, because we certainly don't want kids to go to uni and be brainwashed into ideas, and it sounds like your course is about opening their minds, not telling them what to think.
1: Exactly. We're we're, going to analyze this objectively, and there's going to be all views on the table,
0: but we're not going to block off certain lines of inquiry. Does does it worry you that young people have become so illiberal and so closed-minded and and actually so authoritarian in some cases with cancel culture. It
1: really does, and this is shown in survey after survey. I mean, for example, roughly half of the under-18 to 25s in this country say J.K. Rowling uh, should be dropped by her publishers. Half say no, they're split, whereas amongst the over-50s, it's like only 3 or 4% say she should be dropped. That's just one indication. There are a number of other questions. So by a 2-to-1 margin, they think protecting... People from hostile speech, uh, protecting marginalized groups from hostile speech is more important than protecting free speech. Again, another that's come out in a number of recent surveys. So we have a, a generation that sort of goes to safety first more than freedom
0: of speech. And what's misunderstood is that there are many on the left who detest wokeism. And I've... Had ex-Labour MPs in the studio who are concerned about levels of migration into the country because of the impact on communities and all the rest of it. You know, uh, who have unwoke views but who are left-wing. So this wokeism is a is a very unique subset, isn't it?
1: Yeah, there's, there's two real factors. One is age, so old leftists are a lot more tolerant than young leftists. Twice mm-hmm. as tolerant. So older leftists are more pro-free speech. And then you have a sort of old economic Marxist left, which is generally, in some cases, very anti the identity left. Uh, but that's fading. And more, if you go towards younger people, they're mostly on board the cultural
0: left. The woke mind virus, a term coined by <laughs> Elon Musk. Um, will... Woke, be defeated, is it here to stay?
1: Uh, it's, we're only at the beginning, and it's going to grow. I think, you know, we've had a wave of energy that peaked around 2020-21. We've got very good data on cancellations and such, but it's still at a much more elevated level than prior to the 2010s. Mm. And because the younger generations are more woke as they become the median voter... We should expect this thing to be bigger and not smaller. So there's a lot to play for.
0: If there are people watching or listening that would like to participate in this course, how would they go about doing that? So
1: if you just go to my Twitter uh, handle, uh, which is at E-P-K-A-U-F-M, uh you go to the pinned tweet, you can uh, check out the course. If you're interested, you can express interest. And we're starting in January, so hopefully some will want to join.
0: Uh, brilliant And I guess if they Google Eric Kaufman on Twitter, it'll come up as well.:
1: Yeah, if they Google me on Twitter, it'll come up. I've also got a website uh, snaps.net sneps.net So oh, that's easy to remember,
0: snaps.net yeah. yeah Brilliant stuff. Good luck with the, good luck with the course. Thanks very much. And-